0: Have you ever felt stuck and don't want to do anything? Have you ever thought to yourself that you're just not good enough? With that question in mind, we're talking about mindsets. Welcome to Think Out Loud. Good day everyone, welcome to another episode of Think Out Loud, Minds in the Mic where we'll talk about life, school, and whatever thoughts come to mind, providing a platform for your ideas. I'm your host, your speaker, your friend, Mark Robolido. With that, let's get right into the topic. So I remember when I was third grade, I wasn't really that fluent in reading. Although I was one of the best readers in class, but I wasn't that fluent. But then this story really caught my attention. And I know that a lot of us, or maybe almost all of us, have read the story or heard the story. But I feel like going back to it can really open up something new. It goes like this. There was a crow that was very thirsty. And I believe it was a very hot day. And then it saw a pitcher. And reasonably, when we saw pitchers, we think of water. And the crow thought the same. So the crow went down and tried to drink from the pitcher. And in fact there was water however the water was too shallow or the crow's mouth was too short so the crow did what a witty person would do it is to find a rock and then put it into the pitcher and you know what happened the water rose so the crow was able to drink from the pitcher now When Aesop wrote this, the moral of the story was in a pinch. Good wits are important. That's a a paraphrased version of it, but still, that was the moral of the story. But I think there's something more about that story. There's something more that we can look into. It is that the crow looked for the rock. If an average bird were to go and try to drink from the pitcher, it would have flew up. Why? what separates the crow from an average bird is it their wits sure but it's the fact that they looked for the stone in the first place it's the fact that they did not feel stuck they did not feel like they can't do anything and it brings me back to uh, the experience I had when I was a child as a child I never really liked doing anything new I remember when I couldn't read like when I was three my teachers and my friends would make me read and even my sister would make me read and I would just cry or maybe give up and make excuses that I couldn't read that I would never read like that and then since out of necessity I needed to learn how to read so I learned how to read but then when I was again in third grade I hated science completely not because I thought science was stupid but because I couldn't understand it so I just made up an excuse and said I hate science but then I realized that actually no hating science because you cannot understand it is not the way to go and so by the next years science became one of my favorite subjects but that brings up a point in our episode today the mindset what changed between me hating science and me loving science what changed there is it people becoming more insistent in me learning science no in fact a lot of people around me praised me for my other skills like mathematics they did not force me to study science it was me who wanted to learn science why it's because my mindset changed and a lot of us have heard of this mindset thing And never really understood it it's like what can changing my perspective really do Does changing my perspective into a more positive one really change what I can do it's like it doesn't mean that I believe that I can fly I would fly that would be stupid in fact there is a saying that if you put your mind to it you can do anything and some of us made fun of that idea maybe if I said I could be the president I could be the president right then and there But in actuality, mindsets are really strong. First, before we actually study what makes us feel like we're stuck, like we cannot do anything good, like we are not good enough, or that we just need to hide our true abilities and make ourselves look great or acceptable, we need to first study what a mindset is. So there's this one psychologist named Dr. Carol Dweck. And she actually studied different psychological and social activities. It says here from my source, you can go down below to see it. Dr. Carl Dweck described her work as, My work bridges developmental psychology, social psychology, and personality psychology, and examines the self-conception or mindsets. So she actually studies different people, different activities, different scenarios where people either could find themselves doing better or find themselves feeling stuck and feeling like they can't do anything I would link down a video down below where she actually explains the story where she gave different tasks to 10 year old children and then see what will happen and a lot of them said I can do it and some of them said I can't and those who said I can't did significantly worse Not because they can't do it, because the task given was a lot harder than any one of them could have thought of. They were given a much harder question that none of them has ever heard of. Those who did not think that they could do it failed or did worse than those students that believe that they can do it. So that brings up an important topic of mindset. The idea of that I can and I can't. Those I can and I can't are actually things that she studied. And there are names for it for the mindset that says I can it's the growth mindset and for the mindset that says I can't that's the fixed mindset and that is what makes us feel like we're stuck like we need to do better than others or maybe just need to look like we're better than others and there's a picture here that was a representation of what dr. Carol Dweck actually thought it says here when it comes to challenges negative people or fixed mindset people actually avoid it they also avoid obstacles they see effort as useless because what is important to them is the outcome they see criticism as like something that shows that they're weak and the success of others threatens them they feel like when they're not the best that they're the worst how counterintuitive is that like when you're the second you feel like the worst even though you're technically better than everyone else except for one so that's the idea of a fixed-minded person so what is a fixed mindset really a fixed mindset is when you try to hide that you can't do anything actually it's not hiding it's more of you're just saying to yourself that you can't do anything better that when you're born you have a specific intelligence and you can change it that Reading books, studying different topics, playing sports will not actually change you. It's just something that people do. But in reality, you can't change what you can do. They feel like when you're great at chess, you're born great at chess. When you can play basketball, you're born great at basketball. When you're dumb, you're born dumb. When you're smart, you're born smart. That's the idea of a fixed mindset person. So instead of bettering themselves, they hide their flaws. If they can't study, they feel like there's not smart they will cheat they can change their intelligence so what would be the point of trying to better themselves if they cannot change anything so they just cheat or maybe avoid the test entirely that's a fixed mindset a growth mindset however sees failure as a starting point like "Mm, i failed here i can change that or i failed here I did not think that i was bad at this oh okay i'm not good at it yet that's one important thing that Dr. Carol Dweck really emphasized in her TED talk the power of yet Wow, I'm not good at this yet I can be better oh you're bad actually no I'm not good at it yet that's the mentality of a growth mindset person so why do we fall into fixed mindsets why not be born with growth mindsets well it's not so much genetic and it's so much more personal and I wrote this four reasons that I saw that is the main reason why we feel this way and these are not just hunches I actually use different research for this but this is for my personal experience as well so here are my four reasons why we fall into fixed mindsets first the fear of rejection if you don't want to be rejected if you think that if you get rejected it is the worst thing that could ever happen to you well then, you're either gonna be sad all the time, which is an option, or just hide the fact that you are not really with the crowd. If you can't understand their clicks, for example, an anime click, a music click, a K-pop click, if you can't really understand that, but you want to be accepted, you're just gonna hide the fact that you don't technically like K-pop. You're just gonna say that, oh, I actually like it, you know, XO... Blackpink. When in reality, you don't understand a thing about K-pop because you're just afraid of being rejected. And now that brings us into fixed mindset that instead of actually learning K-pop, I just need to feel accepted by the people who like K-pop, and then I'm now accepted into society. That is very wrong. And the thing that fuels this is because of Dr. Rosenthal's Pygmalion Effect. And we actually talked about this last episode, episode 10, why I'm losing my motivation. That's the title. So the Pygmalion Effect states that what others think of you will affect how you think of yourself. And how you think of yourself will affect how you act. And how you act will affect the way people think about you and when people think that you're not good enough they will treat you as such and then the cycle continues what they think of you what they do to you you think of yourself what you think of yourself you do and then that fuels their further idea of you that you're not good enough i will link down a video that explains this and shows a visual that is the thing we fall into this sort of idea towards people that if we're not good enough then we're better off sad that leads to low self-confidence we're not really confident in ourselves that we can better ourselves so we just hide in general so we just want to be accepted we just want people to love us like that so we try to hide our flaws instead of seeing that flaw and being really resilient in trying to fix that flaw you hide it and the fear of rejection and low self-confidence are directly correlated with each other You can have low self-confidence because of fear of rejection or you can fear rejection because you have low self-confidence either way you will fall into a fixed mindset and then the third one is you are put into a compromising position or in a position where being the best is the only option and a lot of smart people not technically smart but honor students fall into this category that if they're not the best if they're not in the top of their class then that means they're failures that Dropping out or not being one of the best in their class would spell the end for their future. And that goes hand in hand with the fourth one with high expectations. It's not necessarily being an honor student, but you can also have expectation that you can be the best dancer, the best singer, or all of that. And that is what brings us to the fixed mindset. So it seems like this fixed mindset is something that is really degrading. So how do we change it? How do we change our mindset into a growth mindset? Well, it's not that easy since mindsets are hard to change, but habits are to change. My view here, which is a summary of Dr. Carol Dweck's study as well, is don't award the results, reward the effort. So instead of giving awards to the top one, the top two, the top three, instead reward those people who actually gave effort to the project instead of grading what the project looks like also grade the effort the time management the preparedness which is what my school does which is why I'm very thankful for them but I believe that is the way every teacher should grade their students I mean it doesn't require millions of dollars Put into the education system for that to happen no it only requires teachers to actually grade effort and not just image what if someone drew like Picasso and someone drew like a five-year-old but the one who drew like Picasso actually just copied off of Picasso's painting and the one who drew like a five-year-old actually gave effort to that and is really proud of it give the person who drew like a five-year-old an award because they're the one who gave the effort and the best example of this is like this have you ever had an experience where you uh, truly understand something that is that feeling is better than seeing your test at a like a 59 over 60 or a 39 over 40. the feeling of understanding something gives you an extreme adrenaline rush an extreme rush of dopamine in your brain because that is how we truly understand things by effort by understanding and once we get out of that fixed mindset or fixed mindset that I can't do anything like I remember this analogy that I said to my classmate imagine you have a chair from Ikea instead of fixing that chair a fixed mindset person would call another person to fix the chair that they believe is able to do it but a person with the growth mindset would look at the instruction and build it themselves one requires no external interaction or external intervention war requires a lot of external intervention. What happens is we become dependent and we become negative towards ourselves and that thinking that let's make others do it because we can do it ourselves. That is an analogy that I still go by. So, one thing to test if you're really out of that fixed mindset, and I'm not saying you're immediately going to be out of that fixed mindset, is that try doing the Buffett formula. If you ever heard of Warren Buffett, he's the one of the richest person in this world. He actually was talking about his friend, Charlie Munger, about the idea that you should actually continuously learn. And I like this quote from Charlie Munger. He said, go to bed smarter than when you woke up. And that is a great philosophy. You don't want to wake up and go to bed with the same intelligence because that means that day was a waste you didn't learn anything that day was just a throwaway day and time is precious you might say YOLO let's do all these things but actually even the simple things learning how to knit learning how to do something new learning a new fact understanding a new fact is actually one of the greatest ways to spend your day and one thing that I also do and I like it is Learn or study something as if you're going to teach it. Why? I'm not going to teach anyone. Why should I study like I'm going to teach it? It's because when you're going to teach it, you want the other person to actually understand it. And you're going to try to understand it better so you could teach it better. And that's something that you could do to strengthen your abilities in a growth mindset. And actually, this was a idea given by his last name is quick I'm gonna link his website below so that is his philosophy that learn as if you're teaching it and last thing that I want to say to people that has a fixed mindset is this and I am struggling with this as well currently but I'm getting out of it don't be too hard on yourself the reason why we fall into fixed mindset because we are too hard on ourselves thinking that failure will spell the end for us But no, it's actually the opposite. It's actually false. And so, let's not be too hard on ourselves. And also, cut ourselves some slack. Cut yourself some slack. You're already doing so much. Why not relax for a moment? Why not give yourself time to rest? And then try something new tomorrow. That is the best way to live. And so, let's try to continuously reward our effort. See that failure is not the end. And I know this is cliche, but it works. It actually works. And if you like this episode, give it a thumbs up. And if you really like this, click the subscribe button below. And if you want to send this what to your friends, to your friends and families, it would be much appreciated. And thank you for listening. This is Mark Rabolida signing out.